0: here to witness the big W.K. on the Thanksgiving giveaway. Hey, you got permission to be out here? What? You're blocking my store here, buddy. Don't you know who I am? Huh? I'm Les Nessman. I won the Buckeye News Hawk Award last year. <laughs> no, no. Good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry. Creep. So far, so good, huh? I'm here with hundreds of... Gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area. And oh yes, I can see it now. It's a it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. A helicopter. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner. And it says, uh, happy thanksgiving. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly.
1: This is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. And happy Thanksgiving. My second act, podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations you could very well have later today around the Thanksgiving dinner lunch table. About current events, and pop culture, trends, social media, concerts, music. and Often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth.
2: My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Happy Thanksgiving. Donna, happy Thanksgiving one of the best things you can do when everybody's seated around the table is not jump up at the end and just start cleaning up and clearing. And I used to do that because, you know, when you have younger kids, you're always thinking about time and what's the next thing and who's got to take a nap and what time do they have to go down and all of this kind of stuff. And you're just living on this continuum of like, there's gonna be a lot of dirty dishes and you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just think that like some of the best conversations with families happen around tables. And so Um, I encourage you, if you haven't eaten yet and you are listening to this podcast, wait a beat. That's called wait a beat. And you can do that in life for everything. Um, And wait a beat means that when you finish, um, you know, when you finish dinner, instead of jumping up and immediately running in there, because what's going to happen is everyone else jumps up too because they want to come and help you clean, you know, clean up. Sit around and enjoy some time because that's when some of the best conversations come out. Wait a beat before you send that text to someone. Think about what you're really trying to say. Are you trying to be like a pain in the butt? Are you trying to be nice? What are you trying to do? Just wait a beat. Wait a beat before you send that email to your coworker or to your, you know, blasting them out. Um, just, you know, it's just, there's just so many things. I think sometimes if everybody just, you know.
1: Where you wait a beat.
2: Wait a beat. And a beat can be five, four, three, two, one. For you, it could be three minutes. You got to figure out what your beat is. That it takes time to just sort of calm down and come back to, you know to what makes sense. So that's my advice for that. I want to tell you that um, I, I'm having these 80s moments. And I think it's because we talked to my friend Allison in our previous podcast and we've kind of been talking about some of the things that we used to do, you know, back in the day when we were younger. And we're also talking to my fabulous friend and our great partner, Donna from Gallery later. And I've been thinking a lot about like the 80s and how I grew up and all this stuff. And so the other day, I stopped at this sketchy ass gas station. And I, I mean, I had to like, get some gas because i'm running on fumes and so i pull into the sketchy gas station and i go in so i get me a diet coke and i go up to the counter while my gas is pumping they did not have a frozen coke machine i searched everywhere and they didn't have it not surprising in the sketchy gas station but you what the sketchy gas station up at the front they have like you can buy like an add necklace you can buy a rogue
1: i have not heard that a
2: a rogue brownie and like some cbd oil and rubbers or something weird, you know what I mean? Like you're I've just not like
1: heard the word rubbers in a yeah, while either.
2: Condoms, whatever you want. It's just like this hodgepodge of crap that like are those things that you like think that you need at the last minute, like condoms and a brownie and an Adderbee necklace and an Adderbee necklace. Just very strange. So I'm up there and I'm paying and I look to my right and I see pop rocks. Remember Pop Rocks?
1: Love Pop Rocks. Still and do. You
2: remember the kid that was always the kid that, supposedly Mikey from the Life there commercials? There
1: That kid doesn't exist. That his yes. head
2: popped off yes, when he ate. A, yeah, The wives' tale. So I'm like, first of all, I grab the little packet of Pop Rocks, and I say to the man behind the counter, sir, are these loaded? And he doesn't understand me. And I'm like, because I'm trying to Is that to because of fig-
1: his nationality or is it
2: Just in general. I'm trying to figure out, like, are these some weird, because it's very dangerous now in a weird way, because they make all these, like candies and stuff but they're actually like gummies yeah or yeah exactly rainbow sprinkle fentanyls or gummies or something so I'm like are these loaded and he's like he didn't understand me so I'm like I turn to the guy behind me and I go are these regular pop rocks as opposed to I don't know what kind of pop rocks and he goes yeah I guess and so I go out there and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go for it on a Wednesday afternoon at three if it takes me on some strange adventure and I end up crawling down Main Street yeah, naked
1: Lithia Springs or somewhere
2: whatever yep. you know I'm just gonna go for it so I tipped these pop rock backs but before I did it I thought you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna pull up on my playlist a little Night Ranger in what's your price for life or fight I don't really know what the hell they said but anyways and they're just popping and popping and popping and then they stop popping because it's a quick pop really and then I set my seat back up and I'm like I gotta go home. Like, I don't have time for this shit. So, like, I put it in drive, and I head out. And then I put the Pop Rocks in my, like, cup holder. And damned if when I didn't turn a corner. What do you think happened? The envelope tipped over, and it went all over my seat.
1: I like that scene from Tommy Boy.
2: I don't even know what you're talking
1: about. Tommy Boy with...
2: Well, I know Tommy Boy. What happened?
1: Well, when they have the, they put the candy up on the dash.
2: Oh, and yes. it turns,
1: and it goes into the, just.
2: Oh, and so now I've got... Pop rocks all over my seat. And so it just made me think, like, you know, you try to have these, like, innocent moments, and it just becomes, like, tch, just a cluster, you know? And so what I'm going to do next is I'm going to get me a pixie stick. Do you remember those?
1: Tell you what, you are just, you're, you're, you're flirting with disaster here.
2: But do you remember the, so I there do. was the small ones, uh, but then the, there the, was the big, you big the one.
1: They're, like, nine feet tall.
2: And the plastic one, you had to clip it, clip it with earth, the scissors. And it was
1: just sugar.
2: But then the problem was, it's so gross. It would get all, like, yucky from your or saliva. Wet. Yeah, good And then you would kind of get stuck in the tube and you're so. No more. Yeah. So I'm going to see if they've got something like that out there. I don't know if they have it at the gas station or whatever. And I don't know what I'm going to fire up for that one. I think for that one, I'll probably fire up when the lights go down in the city by journey. So I'll get back with you on that.
1: I hope if you ever beat your hero. That they're as cool as Bruce Springsteen was to these fans from St. Louis back in the 1980s. Two-minute clip here from the Graham Norton Show on the BBC. Do you you seem to go above and beyond? This was, I think, early, back in the 80s, I think. Do you know the story where you were, I think you
3: were at a cinema? Was it in Denver? Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. So you're in (laughs) a cinema in
2: St. Louis. Uh, Take it away.
3: By myself on an off night from the tour in St. Louis, watching Woody Allen's Stardust Memories. Okay. During which Woody Allen is... Not necessarily so kind to his fans in the film. So I had met a kid in the lobby. Was there with his girlfriend and said, "Do you want to sit with us?" So I said, "Okay." <laughs> See, oh, really? I'm just—that's a hard no. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this, nah, no! <laughs> no you want to sit with us? No. I don't. No, you—you did it. You're lovely. Okay. You went that. So I went and I sat, and we watched the movie. And he says, "Is that how you feel about your fans?" I said, well, not so much, right? He says, I'm going to go home now. Will you come home and meet my parents? (laughs) You didn't. I said, okay. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) And so I went somewhere in St. Louis (laughs) with this kid, and we walked in the door, and it's about 11 o'clock at night, and he says, mom, mom. I have Bruce Springsteen with me. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, who? And he runs in his bedroom and comes out with the album and shows her the album cover. She says, Bruce Springsteen. And of course, then she goes, oh my God. Let me make him some eggs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A story Bruce Springsteen, the boss told on The Grand Norton Show. It, was a, it turns out it was a brother and a sister, not a boyfriend and girlfriend, that approached him, that approached him in the movie theater when he was there to watch uh, Woody Allen, I think it was.
2: Yeah, I love it. Stardust Memories. He's very, very good with his fans. He always has been. Always has been.
1: 60 seconds of audio. From a news report, the ABC, Eyewitness News ABC, St. Louis, found out about this back in the 80s when it happened, 83, I believe he told us. And they did a profile, did a piece on the family. What do you think a superstar like Bruce Springsteen does when he's not rocking on stage? Well, when Springsteen was in St. Louis in
0: 1981, the day before his scheduled concert, he hopped in a cab all by himself and drove to this old vacant Brentwood movie theater. Inside, a Woody Allen movie was showing, and Springsteen was standing in line to buy some popcorn when he was recognized by members of the Statsanovsky family.
2: On the way out, he
4: asked Steve for change for quarters and called a cab.
1: Instead, Steve and Lisa Satanovsky offered to give Springsteen a ride, but first they had to stop at their mother Sophie's house. When they arrived, Sophie didn't believe her kids were really with the boss.
4: And then he began to take out all his credit cards, his Master Charge, and his
1: Visa. And just like a mother, Sophie switched into high gear.
2: We made some bagels, we had water now, I forgot everything we had,
4: what was left from supper.
1: Bruce said his dad wished he would cut his hair and be a lawyer. Then he asked Sophie to call his mom and tell her that he had a good home-cooked meal. I'm John
0: Pertzborn, Channel 5 Eyewitness News.
1: One time since 1981, Bruce has played St. Louis and invited the family back and had him out on stage and gave him all his passes and and, and kind of kept in contact with him. Would you know Bruce Springsteen if he walked in your door? A hundred percent. Would you? Of course. I I don't know that I would.
2: Oh my gosh, I saw him so many times when he played.
1: I don't know that I wouldn't have any idea who he is. I'm probably like, sir, who are you? How can I help you? I can't think of many that would get in a car in in 2022, back in 1981 in St. Louis, maybe.
2: I do think there are examples in country music of just some funny things that have happened. Like, I remember that, um, I forgot where Luke Bryan was playing But he had heard of someone who put this incredible um, water slide in in the back of their yard. And so he, him, and his wife, Caroline, went by, knocked on these people's door, and did the water slide. And I think about like the Luke Holmes story about him bringing the girl on stage, flew the family out, you know.
1: To uh, Chicago.
2: Like to that. Chicago. And also paying for those kids, you know, giving them their money back for their tickets, the ones that had, the wood. that had chopped wood. So I do think that if there's any format where it would happen, it's country music for sure.
1: And I think it happens a lot of times and you don't hear about it. Absolutely. They don't they're not doing it for the press. They're not doing it for the, for the attention or for the, uh, the boys.
2: Yeah. I know there was that story about not this previous time when Luke was in Athens, but... Another time when he played there and he needed a ride, and somebody just literally to the, had drove those by. I a radio show. I had a, yeah, the
1: radio show. Somebody just drove by and picked the back, him up. Yeah, the hatch You of know, their, their, their Kia or something.
2: Yeah, so I th- I do think it happens. What
1: about do do you think it's back in 1981? I guess so, but but in 2022, no. Does an artist like Bruce Springsteen, the boss? Do you just are you going to the movies by yourself? Or do you have someone with you? Do you have a representative with well, you? Well, now
2: you, now you have to have your entire entourage because, you know, these people take, when they go out on tour, you know, they basically sometimes bring friends and put them in charge of just the craziest T-shirt stuff. Styles. Yeah, whatever. Just to have friends the a- around them. Yeah, just to have friends around them. But back then, I'm sure, yeah, if he wanted to get out and, you know, movies were a bigger deal back then. You know, you could go sit in the dark and just kind of hang out and, you know, he's probably like, good God, who are these kids?
1: But he sat between them.
2: I know, so sweet.
1: A big part of the Bruce Springsteen E Street Band for decades and decades was Clarence Clements, who had a hit with Jackson Brown on this song, Friend of Mine. and all of the Bruce Springsteen hits through the years, it was Clarence playing the saxophone. Donna, you saw Bruce Springsteen at concert several times, including New Orleans at the Superdome, it was, I believe? Yes. And on your return flight to Atlanta, you were on the flight with Clarence Clemens, and you found a piece of his personal belongings. Here is that story.
2: Okay, we got to the airport we're Flying Delta from New Orleans to Atlanta. I look down, and there's this laminated card <laughs> on the floor and a license. Now bear in mind we had just seen Bruce Springsteen the night before, okay, at the Super Den. I look down and it's Clarence Clemens driver's license and his hip replacement card. So I'm like, are you kidding me right now? We get on the plane, I said I have something of someone's, because to news in first class. I said, I have something of someone's that fell out in first class. The flight attendant was like, well, okay, I'll give, is it like, because they could see it was like a license and everything. And they're like, well, I'll give it to him. And I'm like, well, I would like to give it to him. And they were like, no, I'll give it to him. <laughs> she was like manhandling me. She was like, you know, keep going down the aisle to your seat to 44E by the bathroom. You know what I mean? She was like, I'll give it to him. And I'm like, okay, whatever. All of a sudden, I look up and from first class, he comes down the thing and he said, was there someone in the cabin that found my, ID, I think he got like my ID card or whatever. I mean, I shot up out of my seat, <laughs> like stepping over people. I was like, that was me. That was me. That was me, Mr. Clemens. And he was like, bless your heart, sweetheart. You are so sweet. And he signed my boarding pad. What What's he
1: what's he got out right now? Because he's everywhere. But yeah, we had the Graham Norton clip moment ago for the BBC. He's been on uh, Fallon for like five, six nights in a row doing a residency. Um, I mean, there has to be a project he's pushing, because otherwise you don't see an artist like Bruce Springsteen out doing media as much as he has been lately. You
2: no, know, and I'm telling you, he is looking good. I mean, he really does. Um, he has released um, a new album, and it's all oh, album. I say that, you know, it's crazy when you say that. But um, basically, it's, uh, it's called Only the Strong Survive, and it is... He's redone cuts from like Motown type stuff, and, and, and just, is it his his not, stuff or anybody? No, stuff? it's it's everybody's stuff. It's it's soul music. I don't want to say Mo- Motown. Like he even did um, Night Shift, you know, um, and it's it's just so good. And like he he was on Fallon, like you said consecutive nights and i watched it every night and i would just get so sucked into him because he's just such a performer and he's now he should have been doing this a long time ago i mean his his you know springsteen music is great but like he looks hip and cool and it's just this great soulful music
1: this is from fallon he has about 20 people on stage up singers oh my god it's great Brass. Sounds great. Is that Bruce right
2: there? Wow. So good. It's got What Becomes of the Broken Hearted. Someday we'll be together. I mean, it is so good. Listen to him. Please, please let me come back home. I mean, come on. All right, in
3: 2023, you're going to be on tour. Taylor Swift is also going to be on tour. You're both friends with Jack Antonoff. There's a theory that maybe the two of you will pop into each other's shows from time to time. Well, I will be, because my daughter is going to make sure. <laughs> I will be at the Taylor Swift show. Oh, so, that's what so, I... So, <laughs> an event, so, I know that. And... She's welcome on E Street anytime. Ah!
1: Bruce Springsteen from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, who is Jack Antonoff
4: that you so, referred to there?
2: Yeah, so Jack Antonoff was the, uh, he was the guitarist and drummer and originally in the pop band uh, Fun, but now he was in the, he's the lead singer for the rock band The Bleachers. You know The Bleachers. You've heard of that I've stuff. I've never heard of The Bleachers. Well, but he is like, that was great, and he is he's amazing with that band, but he basically has become, him and Taylor Swift are, you know, they write together all the time. They um, wrote most of Midnight's together and the two albums she did before he had most of the songs on and they're just super collaborative and he's just funky and creative and they have found each other as each other's muse just to write together. They, they think very you know, similarly. It's just it's been a good it's been a good connection.
1: Yeah, Clarence Clemens story, Donna shared, by the way, was from uh, episode September 1st, 2020. Clarence Clemens, will you sign my boarding pass? If you want to hear the entire story, head back into your podcast library to September 1st, 2020. Where would you be the night before Thanksgiving when you came up from college? My Donna. Oh, me? My Donna. Uh- you're, you're my Donna, and then it's Donna from Gallery. Hi, Donna from Gallery. How are you? Hey, how are you? We used to go to Cowboys. Where would you go, Don? Don, my Donna, Where would you go?
2: I would be at. You went cow. Oh, when after you got out of college?
1: Well, when I got here, though, the night before Thanksgiving was always a big party night.
2: Oh yeah, no, definitely. Crystal I would chandelier. be chandelier. Oh for yeah, rice, cool. You, right? Yeah, crystal chandelier. Or I'd be at. Atkins I think it Park. was that
4: before Cowboys.
2: Yeah, I'd be at Atkin's Park, just bellied up, drunk as hell.
1: And then you'd have to meet up with the family. You had to be, you had to go home at some point because you had to prepare for the, the Thanksgiving feast with the family.
2: Well, yeah, and we'd always go to my aunt and uncles. And I mean, I could barely keep my head up the next day. I felt so oh, bad. I'm and hard. I'd be so mad at my kids if that was the situation now. If I cook a big meal and they're just got their head down and like the potatoes or something, <laughs> you know? But there you were. There I was, drunk there as hell. There you
1: were. And I bet Donald and Annette were sober.
2: Oh, I, I, I doubt, doubt that. that but
1: your brother and sister. <laughs>
2: I doubt that. They, Annette, maybe. They probably were. Yeah. yeah. Were you sober, probably. Donna? Probably.
1: What were you doing the night before Thanksgiving, Donna?
2: Um, probably
4: Crystal Chandelier. That that was a long time ago. That though. was wow.
1: Flashback it was a right long now. time ago. Man, oh man. And yeah. Then we came Cowboys, and then it uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of slurred a lot, word, of fun. a lot of slurred words and memories. At that place. Ooh, a lot of fun. Of it's Donna from Gallery Furniture. Joins uh, episode three hundred and twenty of Cadillac Jack. My second act and. uh I noticed, I was up there a couple of weeks ago, that you, you how long did it take you to do your, your your windows this year? How long did y'all spend on that?
4: Oh, my Christmas window, probably about a week. I have to work a little, wait on customers a little, so it takes about a week. Where do you store all that stuff?
1: Because it's a lot of stuff.
4: I have, you know I have four warehouses I around town. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I have one little room stored away for all of my Christmas
2: stuff, and every year I add a few pieces. It looks good.
1: It always looks great. You do a yeah. great job with it. It looks
2: good. Do you cuss when good. you're doing it? Yes, she does. Like putting it I up do. and stuff. Because I mean, yes, it's I like no, yes. yeah, but it's hard to get all that stuff up. You know, and then you got to go. then you got to get down and go outside and check it from the front and see what it looks like. And then about hundred times, yes. and then
4: and then you got to find that extension cord, and you think oh, you have it yeah. all plugged in.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's worth it, ladies, because it's the holidays, and we're, we're more spirited, yeah. and we are uh, in, in great moods, and, and, and both of you work in retail.
4: Oh, hey, happy Thanksgiving week. That's yes. what
1: it is. Yes, and, uh, Look, yes. retail's tough, and I, I I want to encourage people listening to the podcast, it will upload day, if you're listening on upload day, is Thanksgiving day, Um, encourage you that if you are going Black Friday shopping, if you're going to go shopping this weekend, or at any point during the holiday season, or at any point in your life, be kind to the people that are working, that are taking care of you, that are... Are running the point of sale and, and, and getting things done and stocking and, and, and shucking and diving and, and carrying all because those people work harder than anybody. Well, I mean, I guess firefighters and people like that work a little harder. People that, uh, that, you know, lay asphalt for a living, things like that. But, yeah, I can't do that. Uh, y'all are hard workers, retail workers. Oh, it's hard, hard work. We know that. Hey, it's been how many years? Gallery's been in that same spot. It's been over 40, right, Don? Uh, 39. Yeah,
4: okay. 39, 39 how years. That? How
1: about that? Yeah.
4: Been and at I'm College all, Park longer than that, though.
1: I'm, all, I'm, never, I don't, I'm not surprised anymore, but for the longest time, my Donna, I would, I would be sitting there with Donna in and, and, and Maryland and, and everybody there, and we'd be sitting on a couch or a, a, sitting in recliners and just talking about the world and solving the problems, and somebody would pull into the, to the parking lot, Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Pitch Road, Gainesville, and they'd hop out of their car, and they'd take a picture. and, and or, I didn't know what they were doing at the time, but they were taking a picture, and then they'd hop back in their car, and they'd take off. And I said to Donna one what, what's going on out there? What are they doing? It's like a historical landmark. People yeah. swing by all the time just to take a photograph of Gallery Furniture, 1600 pounds, Bridge Road, Gainesville.
4: I think he was TikTok before TikTok.
1: I love that.
2: Oh, 100%. Your dad, Wolfman. Yes. I do. I, I, th- I think he was TikTok before TikTok. Can you imagine him on the TikTok now? Oh, no. Like doing a dance or something?
4: <laughs>
1: he would have he done it, though. He would have tried. <laughs> he would have no. given it his all. Yeah, he would
4: have. He, 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 he would have. We would have probably had to censor him a little bit, though. I, by accident,
1: just a little bit. about four episodes ago, I pulled out so every now and then I pull some audio of your old TV commercials to run during the podcast. And I pulled that reel. Have you seen the reel on YouTube? It's the, the outtakes. Uh, I yeah. have. And, and so yeah. I think that I've loaded been. up like just some real audio of you and your daddy from back in the day. And Don and I are mm-hmm. recording an episode and all of a sudden you hear what, your daddy dropping, <laughs> dropping all kinds. Of, I, yes. I said, was I I must have pulled the wrong audio. I said, we got to go back and I guess maybe yeah. some of this stuff out, but he was uh, he was one of a kind. He was unique. He was uh, had a huge heart, and, and new business, new business, and and you learned uh, you learned it all from your daddy in Maryland. Your daughters learning it all from you. Yeah, I was wondering good. if you had bumped your head if you'd fallen and bumped your head when I saw the price on the weighted blanket for Black Friday.
4: Nineteen dollars. Do
1: you want to think about this, or, or are we going <laughs> with that?
4: I've got about four hundred of them,
2: and I said to Caddy, I said you don't have to buy like a sectional or anything to get this. For Offer, yeah, no. and he said no. Just come get your weighted blanket.
4: The limit three. I'm going to tell you, we picked up today. We picked up probably about 50 gift cards, just various gift cards from like local businesses around there that we're going to be giving out all day too. I'm it, excited. This is
1: a queen, right? This is a queen blanket. So it's the weighted blanket.
2: It's like it's so calming, and they feel it's like so like in the womb. You get back in the womb. You just feel so good. But, I mean, these are not cheap. And you want to talk about a great present for somebody? These are amazing. That amazing. is a good present.
1: It's a Haven weighted blanket. It's a, The size is queen, and it's nineteen ninety nine. Limit three per customer. Uh, limit three per customer. While supplies last. You said you got 400 of them. They're going to go quick. Doors open tomorrow. If you're listening on upload date, tomorrow is Black Friday. Doors open at 9, 1600 per Pedro Gainesville.
4: Exactly. And what do they have
2: to do for the gift cards? Do they, like, come in and enter, or what do they do? No.
4: We're just going to randomly give them away. All day, we—I think Marilyn probably bought up about fifteen hundred dollars worth today. Good lord! Yep, it, it, it was like our local restaurants, um, like just little boutiques that she got them from a couple of places off the square.
2: So it's going to be exciting. That's awesome. So I tell you what—I'm going to give you a hint. You ought to come in smiling. You ought to come in like if you come in to see Don, you need to. Marilyn, you need to come in smiling and waving and like. Happy,
1: happy, happy! Watch me twirl. Yes, twirl in the front door. Like so Twirl in the front
4: door. I
2: like that. Door. Yeah, so that you might make an impression on them.
1: We all need great sleep. We all need more sleep. That's for sure. Uh, and your mattress has an awful lot to do with with the the amount of sleep that you get, not the amount necessarily, but also the the how, how good your, your your sleep is.
4: And everybody needs a good mattress.
1: There, there is a it's a European company, I believe. Am I right, Don? About this? It is a European yes, company, is. and and they've come to the states now. Uh, the company is called Emma, E-M-M-A, Emma, the sleep company. Uh, they have gone through just years and years and years of research and, and development. And it's a it's a mattress that helps the sleep that you get to restore your body and improve your energy levels uh, because a well-rested body can have a positive impact on your entire day. We all know that, I right? believe
2: that, yes. It can I definitely your, believe that. It can make your
1: heart healthier.
4: I'm going to tell you something, though. These mattresses come boxed. We can throw them in your car and you can take them with you.
2: See, that's amazing. And that's the difference that's about these. That's amazing right there. And that's I think right. You know, one thing that I always tell people when we're talking in the in our commercials and our when we talk about you and all the great things you have is like mattresses nowadays are so different because it does not, you know, a long time ago, if you had gotten, first of all, if you told your mom and your daddy you're going to get a mattress in a box, they'd be like, no, you're not. Because, you know, it came like, It just came and you just put it on top of your car. You know what I mean? With the box. But now it is not that a mattress that comes in a box is any less quality. I mean, these mattresses are amazing, but it just allows you to easily transport it, get it up the stairs, get it into the room you want. And we have got to get an Emma because I swear to you, two nights ago, I thought you were trying to like come over and cuddle or do something (laughs) and you had just rolled down into like you know how when your mattress is there's bad like a, there's like a divot yeah you come into the divot and i'm like what's he doing in my general area there's
1: no telling there's no telling what i'm doing the um we, we laughed when when emma first came to the states donna my donna remember we laughed about like the ups drivers yes when, when they would get these on the route when they would get you know an emma mattress had to deliver on their route they're like jesus christ my god because they're, they're i mean listen yeah, it's I a mattress they're, 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 if you get a king there's a little weight to it, you know? I mean, it's a real mattress. It's not like Donna, my Donna said. It's not like it's, a, it's any less of a mattress because it comes in a box. But can you imagine being a FedEx driver and you get, like, 20 of these? And you got to deliver no. in a day, like, your back would just, just be mm. aching. You, you need to get your own That Emma would be a whole
4: lot of them, that's right.
1: To get you a good night's sleep no. if you were a route you know, delivery guy and you had, like, a dozen, two dozen of these on your route one day. Tomorrow only, Black Friday, the Emma Mattress the full 149 queen 179 and the king's only 20 bucks more the king is
2: one to under 200 bucks for a king mattress okay that's pretty much you need to get up there get your you need to get up there get that mattress on the truck
4: listen we we are doing these as kind of like old school door busters that's less than i paid for them to get people in people who have never been in come in and look shop lay on them we have them out we have them
2: on display you can lay on them there are so many people that listen to us that have probably driven by gallery you know over and over and over again and are just like you know i probably should stop in but 39 years. yeah but i haven't done it yet We always say, do not, you know, you don't have the fanciest building because your dad built this business and y'all been in the same building. But I always tell people, guess what? When you drive up to these showrooms that have two levels and these people walking around, a hundred of them, clipboards and and stuff.
1: Their their, their heels are clicking on the hardwood floors.
2: They're passing all of that on to you. I mean that you know that you're you're paying paying for yeah you are paying for all those places so don't worry about it come up and see you guys and I guarantee we tell them all the time you you every single person that we send up just always sends us a note and says I can't believe this I think I got like the best deal ever and I said I'm sure you did that's right you know what all of your pod peeps they
4: get an extra deal that's awesome they get that they get that family discount love it now the Emma
1: mattress is supposed to boost your mood are we sure about that Donna a gallery are we sure about that because if so I'm gonna I'm gonna drive up to market one for my Donna. All your moods or your particular mood? What time of the day? I mean, does it depend on the time of the day? What you've eaten? What you've not eaten? If you've taken any medication? No I, tell you what it, no, I tell you what it What's depends it depend on? on. It, it
2: depends on if somebody can get some garbage cans down and get them back up the driveway. That's oh, what it depends that. on. That, that will, yes. Yeah. That'll make you feel better. And then, you then when you better. lay
4: down, it definitely boosts, yes. When you lay down on that Emma mattress, it will definitely boost your mood. That's right.
1: Also, tomorrow, Black Friday, Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Patrol, Gainesville. King or Queen, Queen or King, the uh, the metal bed is priced at forty nine bucks, Don. Explain this to me. You, you do not need box. You don't need a box spring with this. Are we sure? Of course, you're sure because you this is your business.
4: It is your headboard, your footboard, and a platform. It is a platform bed, forty nine dollars, and I have three different styles to choose from. The weighted blanket,
1: nineteen ninety nine. Limit three per customer. Those are going to go fast. Doors open at nine tomorrow. And and don't bring much money. You're not going to need a whole lot of money, but bring bring what you got because we can sell you some. We can sell you a Jackson Catnapper recliner.
4: Let me tell you, we're also offering 24 months, no interest. There we go. Yeah, we're running that for the next, I'm going to tell you, probably two weeks. We always offer 12 months, but we got special financing for Black Friday, and it's 24
2: months, no interest. There you go. So if you've been on the fence about, can I afford this? It's the end of the year. Should I do this? You don't have to worry about it. You do not have to worry about it.
1: For two years. Guaranteed credit approval. Got a 24 months interest-free. And great deals tomorrow for Black Friday. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Road, Gainesville. Thank you so much. We, uh, we're so grateful and thankful for your support of the podcast. But, but so much more than that. We're so grateful and thankful that you are in our lives. And you've been in my Donna's life since y'all were just lighting things it, on fire and burning them when you were teenagers. But.
2: We were at King Springs, that's right. Yeah, King Springs was Lions. That the, was that
1: the elementary school?
2: Yeah. <laughs> King Springs yeah. Lions. That's it. You remember Pioneer Day, Donna? I do. Okay. Oh my God! We'd have to wear uh, these like colonial dresses, and they'd get us out there churning butter. And I'm not even kidding; I am not kidding. Am I kidding, Donna? You're not kidding. People this, do Mr. not believe that I had to put Allison <laughs> Allison Wright Warren. I had to put her on the podcast because people do not believe these stories I tell about camping out at Turtles for Van Halen tickets, and that there where, was Colonial Day, and they would march us all out there, and we had to wear like a pilgrim. Yes. Well, your mom yeah. had to find like a remember your yeah, mom like had a to a bonnet. Yeah, yeah, a bonnet. You got to have a buckle. Yeah, in a colonial dress, which is not easy to find. And they'd march us out there, and we, I don't know, what else do we do? I just remember churning butter. What else do we do?
4: Uh, we I think we milked cows too, if, if I'm not okay, mistaken. Y'all are
1: both, y'all are, y'all are, y'all, sw- y'all created this. No, we did we, we not. walked into the studio and said, We're going to get your husband. Let's, let's tell him we milk cows and dressed no. stuff in colonial garden no, back did. at King Springs Elementary School.
2: Colonial days. I mean, they took it that serious. It. Did
1: they bring the cow to school, or did you go to the cow?
2: No, I think I, I think they, they brought it. the cow to the school, yeah. Yeah, and they put it out in that big front area. Now, I have been to our, you know how you go back to your elementary school, and it, it is whatever, yeah. so nice now and modern, but I mean, our, basically where we played on our playground, it was just pine cones. Right by the
1: road, too. It, seriously, right and road. just dropped Anybody off. Anybody could just drive by and yeah. take you out.
2: I love you guys. Love, love you as well. Thank
1: you, Donna. All right. Okay. Bye, girl. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Big deals tomorrow. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, for Gainesville. Go see Don. Twirl in the front door and see Don. She's, uh, she's fantastic. Gloria. Go tell it on the mountain. Over the fields and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain where Jesus Christ is
2: born. Fantastic. <laughs>
1: My Second Act, brought to you by Gallery Furniture. Black Friday doors open at 9. Twirl in the front door tomorrow. My Second Act is also brought to you by Ford, Built Ford Tough, the F-Series, the best-selling truck on the road. Fayetteville Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. FayettevilleFordGA.com. Write more health care and when you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, maybe you are for the holidays. Explore 320 episodes of the My Second Act podcast. And explore three seasons of My Second Act Hypes on playlists. When seated safely and comfortably, just engage the infotainment center, infotainment system, the infotainment thing, and turn your Starbucks run into new adventures. When you link your Starbucks rewards and Delta Sky Miles accounts, you can do that now. Jelly Roll is his name. Son of a Center is the song Don is adding to this episode's slot on the hype song playlist.
2: I have a feeling you're not a huge Jelly Roll fan.
1: I've never been a fan of the song.
2: Oh, I love that song.
1: I remember the first time I heard it. It was on a radio station here in Atlanta. It was They were early on, months early on this song. Months early. And uh, I just, I don't know. I just. Uh,
2: yeah, I love it. I love. Have you this always song. been a fan of it? Love it. I or did it have it. to grow on you? Nope. I love. I I love just like really vulnerable music. I love it. You know when again I think there's a lot of music out there. I think there's red solo cup music. There's sitting in a deer stand music, and those are great for certain, you know times when you're out partying and having fun. But then I just love artists who just pour their hearts out on records, and I think that it used to always just seem to be like women doing that. And now there's so many men out there who are just writing incredible music. And, um, Jelly Rolls. Well, what's his story? Do you know? Yeah. So his real name is Jason DeFord. And, um, he, he grew up like totally exposed to like hip hop and all that kind of stuff and rap music, obviously. Um, and he, um, would help, he wrote some music, like with some, you know, rap guys around town. And then he, um, he started singing kind of like rock country. And you know who um, who discovered him was um, John Lorba. Loba. Fr- Loba. Sorry. John Loba from B-B- BBR. BBR. And um, they had really, he had kind of put out an all call to people who worked for him to try to find someone that was kind of like a Post Malone of country.
1: You know what? I've never heard that comparison until now. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense.
2: Yeah. Just a little edgy. But if you listen to any Postie's music, the reason I love Post Malone so much and Post Malone's largest listeners, group of listeners, other than obviously young people and stuff, are middle-aged females. And it's because he really kind of is very kind of strangely vulnerable. So, um, yeah. So um, he also spent some time in jail. He was, uh, he talks really freely about his addiction. And he um, was put in jail for, I think, possession and um, intent, a couple other things. intent to Distribute and right, some things right, like right. that and um, so basically the song, the album is Ballads of the Broken and it's just it's got 10 songs on it and I mean it can be a little heavy it's kind of like listening to um, like Jamie um, Johnson a little bit but this is a little bit more I love Jamie Johnson but that feels really country you know what I mean yeah, this yeah, is, well he
1: is this is a little
2: bit more of the Modern. rock country time um, he does a lot of stuff with Shooter Jennings he's collaborated with him but it's good stuff good stuff now he does not come into my area of me finding him highly attractive i'm just gonna tell you all that even though i like some of the grittier looking fellas in the country music space he doesn't come into that arena okay well noted yeah
1: no neck tattoos for you face tattoos. Uh, things like that, that.
2: yeah yep 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 yep
1: righty. jelly roll son of a center.
2: what about you oh i do want to say this one thing right i ahead. thought this was very interesting i want to say this last thing because this is kind of what we talk about about songwriting um you know, he was saying that like when one of the things he's opened a studio um, and he wanted, he wants, you know, artists just to kind of come and go and write when they want to write and that kind of thing. And he was saying that, you know, Nashville is, has always been known. And we've talked about this as a town where songwriters come in and work basically nine to five writing. And he was saying, you know, he loves the fact that Big Loud Records is very like, organic and you've got hardy writing with people and, and and he said that's why they're so successful right now is because they're not having people come in and sit in an office in front of our computer you know and write songs that it's totally collaborative and they're like hey you want to meet me over here at 9 p.m or at two in the morning or when, again creativity does not just operate from nine to five it
1: doesn't most creativity actually flows best from from 10 p.m until 8 a.m and that's why artists many artists record albums and record music when when you're sleeping.
2: Yeah, and that's what he said. And I do think that there. And he was saying that there's kind of a new guard, you know, leading that charge in Nashville to really change the way songwriting looks. And and what's happened is it's given all these you know incredible artists again Parker McCollum and some of these people um, a voice. You know, I forget. I'm going to look this up and we'll talk about it in the next pod. But there's that really super young kid that wrote the song for John Party. Last Night Lonely, yeah. you know, who would have never and has said, I would have never, ever, ever, ever been given a chance to write music, especially for an artist like that. And guess what? Someone like John Party and someone like Blake Shelton and some of those artists, they're looking for somebody to modernize them and hit bring them. In a fresh idea. Yeah, and fresh, give them a for, new idea, sound. you yeah. know? And again, just those old days of only writing with one writer are kind of like gone. So I just thought that was interesting. All right, go ahead. What about you?
1: Grayland James. Who's that? Is his name. Grayland, G R E Y L A N. Grayland James. Name of the song is Where You Got It From. This is an artist that Spotify recommended to me.
2: Huh, I like it's, it.
1: It's, and this happens quite a bit now. Our partner Spotify, um, I had never used Spotify until about, well, it's been less than a year ago. I'd never used the app, never been on the, the, the service, never paid for anything. I have premium now, but.
0: Phone gets you feeling in
1: the some knocks mm, we'll
2: we'll we'll to
1: I like it. Sign up, source publishing deal with, with Universal was 18.
2: Wow. It's, it's just like what we're talking about. Amazing.
1: Be.
2: Where
1: you got it from. I, just, I thought it was a great sound. Yeah. It's a, obviously he's a young kid. Uh, just a great song, great, uh, great, great beat, great feel, great lyrics. But I, I would have never ever been exposed to Grayland James. Graylin James had, had had Spotify and I said, you know what? We think based on your your listening, we think you might like this.
2: I like it. He's and cute. I'm looking him up. He's cutie. He's young. He's cute. He kind of looks like a young Chuck Wicks.
1: Songwriting credit. On Happy Does from Kenny Chesney. If That Ain't God from Chris Young. Real Friends by Chris Jansen featuring Blake Shelton. So he's um, he, he was also uh, season four, I think it was, on The Voice. That's great. NBC's The Voice. He's 25 right now.
2: Love it. I'm going to check him out.
1: Pursuing his artist career, as uh, many songwriters do at some point. But now just releasing songs that he has uh, written and produced for his own project. Demonstration is uh, available now. You can download it. And that's where you're going to find the song that I'm adding this week to the Hype Song Spotify playlist. Zach Brown and Cheryl Crow perform 9-5 to five at the Rock and Roll Induction Ceremony for Dolly
4: It is my pleasure to induct you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Well
2: thank you Pete I'm a rock But I'm just honored and so proud to be here tonight. And thanks to all of you. On the stage, you all know my name. With many country accolades, countries in my veins. But since I heard the big news, I ain't never been the same. Cause they done gone and put me in the. i like, it. God, go, Dolly, go.
1: Home. complete full episodes of the Cadillac Jack my second act podcast are now available every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube the my second act YouTube channel you can now we have a handle for it Donnie you don't have to enter you know at nine nine four seven three zero z uppercase Q941 mm. what you used to have to do for they allowed YouTube just allowed accounts to start claiming a handle, kind of like a, you know, your, your account name. So the Caddy and Donna Jack YouTube channel is my second act. All right. You just enter my second act, bam, it pops up. And just like Spotify, Apple podcasts, where you go to consume your podcasts, YouTube now hosts complete episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. They automatically upload at midnight, just like uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts. Average age of a visitor to the My Second Act YouTube channel. 18 to
2: 24. Yeah, we're down with the young people. Look at us.
1: 51.2%. Over we're like,
2: half. Here we go. We're rolling with the youngies.
1: More males by 10%. Uh, Caroline is a new subscriber. John Wolf, welcome. Uh, the episode was uh, Why Camp and Herschel Will Win Today. That was when Ben Burnett was a guest on mm-hmm. an episode near the, uh, the midterm elections. I wonder how well this will have aged come December 6th is <laughs> what's a time... Uh, Time server uh, comment he wrote, Uh-oh. and I agree with that. I'm, I'm a little concerned now myself. Uh, the episode of story of faith, which was the story of the heirloom bakery in Sharpsburg, uh, which burned to the ground. Uh, Marie Hayes, subscriber to the My Second Act YouTube channel, uh, thank you so much for sharing the story. It was such an inspiration for me. God will get us through it all. Amen. Rose Marie, thank you for uh, for listening. There is one episode more than any other that has aged very very well, and it continues every week, Donna, to lap hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of listens. I'm going to play you a piece of the episode, and I'm going to ask you at the end, why do you think this episode, more than any other, stands out? People, come to our YouTube, YouTube channel just for this one particular piece of audio. I'm There's just- an OnlyFans star. She wants to continue to share the good word of her Lord and Savior between the sheets. Who am I to question your relationship with God?
2: Okay, why are we doing well, this story?
1: Well, in, in, in fairness, I did not know that the conversation we had prior to this story was about Christmas and Jesus and family traditions uh-huh. and things like that.
2: You just have to find a way to get something dirty again, into every podcast. I, you I didn't do didn't
1: know that these were going to bump up against me.
2: But it doesn't matter. You have to get something dirty into every podcast.
1: There's nothing more fulfilling or satisfying than when you experience God's love. True? Everyone in the studio, true? Yes. When you experience God's love, let me continue, for you while pleasuring your partner.
2: Okay. Please stop. Is the I just purpose? thought it was interesting
1: that this woman says she has heavenly orgasms because God is with she and her um, husband, I believe, in, right. in the bedroom.
2: All right. Okay. Um,
1: should we break?
2: No, in- it's just, why? 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 What have we become? Like, this is just like, it's kind of just strange. But
1: you've read and heard about the amount of money these creators make every month.
2: Some of these people, like, it's like the girl next door and like, she's married. There was one of them where she is a kindergarten teacher and she's married to a football coach. He puts up pictures of himself shirtless, like, bailing hay. And she's running around, like, in some getup, baking an apple pie. And I'm like, what is this? That's hot. Really? They make $350,000 a month. Take your top off.
3: <laughs>
1: My second act, the Abbott Podcast Network. A Top 100 podcast it's a music, entertainment. And that's thanks to you, a Top 100 podcast for entertainment news and also music. Uh, for May 25th, I think it was, uh, 2021, Heavenly Orgasms was the episode title. Hmm. Why, Donna, do people come by the thousands every month to listen to that piece of audio? Because
2: they're filthy. They're filthy.
1: It's not that. It's the hashtag. It's the hashtag orgasms.
2: Oh well, there it's you it's the
1: hashtag orgasms. When when I look, when I do a deep dive into the numbers, and you can do that when, when on on YouTube, the analytics they provide you are. I mean, they, they tell you everything you need. You where everybody's coming from, the age, what time they're listening, how long they listen. I know everything about you if you've been to the uh, My Second Act YouTube channel. There is one particular website that sends us more traffic for that episode than any other, and I can't even tell you the name of it. And uh, listen, it made me blush a little bit, but we'll take it. We don't discriminate. You can come from any you can come from any website you would like over to the My Second Act Caddy Donna Jack YouTube channel. Welcome you with open arms. Happy Thanksgiving, Donna Jack. Yes. I'm thankful that uh, you are in my life and that you are in the life, uh, lives of our, our three kids and all three of them are here for Thanksgiving today. And uh, we're thankful that your mom is able to make it. And we're thankful that uh, your sister's able to make it and our beautiful niece Ava uh, uh, Ava's able to make it. And we're thankful for you listening to this podcast. There is one ask we have of you. And that would be share the podcast with with three family members and friends before you get back to your home, wherever that may be. And safe travels, Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from Graham Norton and the BBC, MCA Deck Records for Night Ranger, BBR for Jelly Roll, Universal Music Group for Rayland James, Bruce Springsteen and Columbia Records, 20th Century Television and MTM Enterprises for WKRP in Cincinnati, the Grammys, Jackson Brown and Clarence Carter, friends of mine, AM Records. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. We are thankful for the Appen Podcast Network, our host since episode one, season S1E1, season one, episode one. Hard to believe, year three, uh, if we make it, to January 8th, I think.
2: Where, what's happening?
1: Uh, that's a month. I think we got it. I think we got it. Okay. We will launch season three of this podcast. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Dingo Studios here in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Hey!
3: fellow babies and now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale shopping mall for the big WKRP turkey giveaway so take it away Les Nessman. this is Les Nesman your man on the scene here at the Pinedale
0: shopping center where the excitement is mounting we're here to witness the big WKRP hey, turkey Thanksgiving giveaway hey you got permission to be out here what <laughs> you're blocking my store here buddy don't you know who I am huh I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye Newshawk Award last year. (laughs) Good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry, (laughs) Freak. So far, so good, huh? I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. Now, the crowd is crowd is, uh, <laughs> curious, but well-behaved. <laughs> and I think I hear something now. Uh, uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area, and, oh, yes, I can see it now. It's a, it, it's a helicopter, and it's coming this way. A helicopter? It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner, and it says, uh, happy Thanksgiving. W, K, R, P. What a sight, ladies and gentlemen, what a sight. The helicopter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object, Uh, perhaps a skydiver, plumbing to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. No parachutes yet. Those can't be skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are, but. Oh my god, they're truckies! Oh, Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my The wind just went through the windshield of a parked car! Johnny, this is terrible. The car is running around pushing each other? Oh my goodness! Oh, the humanity! The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. See, folks, I, I don't know how much longer the, the crowd is running for their lives. I think I'm going to step inside. I can't stay out here and watch this any longer. No, I can't go in there. Children are searching for their mothers, and oh, not since the Hindenburg tragedy has there been anything like this.
3: I don't know how much longer I can hold my position here, Johnny. The crowd... Lass, lass, Last, are you there? Les isn't there thanks for that on the spot report Les Uh, for those of you who just tuned in the Pinedale shopping mall has just been bombed with live (laughs) turkeys film at 11
0: as God is my witness I thought
3: turkeys could fly (laughs) happy
1: thanksgiving
4: we are thankful for your support of the pot